everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Why are we talking like this? I want to keep things upbeat for once. We're too down, downtrodden. Downey? Da- uh, there's something there. Our yeah. last name is Downey. And so you, you can did, make like, some fun puns sometimes. You were doing like anime recap speak. <laughs> hey everyone, it's John from Downtime with John and Emily. Man, that last episode was a doozy. My name's John <laughs> from Downtime with John and Emily. If you want to hire me to, to to dub your anime, call me. <laughs> and make sure you have a script. Or Email me at, at downtime at theoutlawsnetwork.com. Oh, is John? At, anyways, whatever. Um, I no, don't Emily, address. we're not made of money. We don't have we don't have personal email addresses. Well, you and I have like, one email address, and that's that would it. Make us individually responsible for emails, which would be very bad. Well, um, we yours would go manage yours would go unused. <laughs> as yeah, of right no, now, I'm... you can claim fifty percent of our actual email account, which is disingenuous to say the least. Yeah, no, I, I do nothing. That's, that's <laughs> I have another job. Um, no, you do a lot, Emily. I do a lot. I just want to talk about all the things I do real quick. So I have this job that sometimes I struggle with. I have a church job where I'm a yeah. singer. Are, are we literally just, we're just going to do our our resumes here really quick? Is no, this I'm for potential you know. job I, opportunities? Just, John, it was called a segue. You're going to get on board. Were you segueing to segue. my thing? Because I was mm. supposed to do the opener. Okay. Mm. No, I'm on it. No, no, no. No, I got you. I'm on it. I've never been on a Segway before. I don't think they make (laughs) a lot of noise. (laughs) No, I had to sort of invent a Segway noise. Um, If if anyone needs anyone to be a Foley artist for Segways. We also do that. Downtime at theoutlawsnetwork.com. Foley's at (laughs) theoutlawsnetwork.com. I was going to talk about something. Yeah, I was in church. And do you ever struggle with inappropriate laughter? When you're in church? You you know I do. Specifically in church, yeah. you know I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad because church is funny. I don't know why things yeah. become a million times funnier at church. And the problem is I'm an adult woman who's there being paid to do a job. Yep. And I'm not allowed to laugh at things, especially things that no one else can understand or hear because they're just running through my head. And so for no reason at all during the homily at this church that I work at, the phrase kept coming to me over and over and over, unrelenting, mm-hmm. just the phrase, poop the bed. Just like, <laughs> for some reason, it was the only Wait, thing I could think about. Why don't people say poop the bed more often? That's so much better than shit the bed. It was really fun. Like, I was like, why is poop the bed the funniest thing I've ever thought <laughs> in my whole life? And also the only thing I can think and, of course, it happened when I'm, like, at a church while people are, like, worshipping. And, yeah. you know, it's it, it can be lighthearted, but ultimately is a serious venue, you know? Yeah. And so, just poop the bed. Poop That's the bed. incredible. The I, I was a little struggle. worried I was going to actually shit the bed last night because, <laughs> you know, I kept saying poop the bed to myself Yeah, it's so the secret. Yeah, the you manifested it, it. I manifested myself <laughs> shitting the bed. <laughs> I can't even prepare for that, that for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I struggle in my cuz I'm a tenor, so I have tenors to deal with and they think they're just such fucking jokesters. Oh uh, my god, ours too. <laughs> ours are being extra sassy. Yeah, that's yesterday. no, that's tenors. Don't worry, that's global. That's that's all <laughs> over. That's just a tenor thing. That's that's a uh a, a truth just a global truth um but the problem is is that the tenor that always leans over to make jokes to me is married to my boss at that job oh, his no. his wife is the director of the pole choral program and she she's my boss so he's leaning over to me making jokes at me trying to make me laugh knowing that i'm getting paid to be there by his wife <laughs> It's like, you can't do this. You're not, this is bait. This is baiting. This is entrapment. You're an asshole. Yeah, this is entrapment. And it didn't help that this most recent, this past Sunday, the service was all about, because it's right after Easter, so it was all about the apostles, like, seeing Jesus when he, when he resurrected. And I forget Mm -hmm. the apostle that, like, doubted, that was like, I need to see him to believe it. And he was like, he specifically says in the gospel, 
I need to put my finger in the holes on his hands, and I need to put my hand in the stab wound in his side. And it's like, It's a pretty fucked up thing to want. It's pretty fun. That's the thing is, like, we were, he was cracking jokes at me the whole time. Like, this fucking pervert. Like, you can't do this. (laughs) You're here to worship. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, he's a pervert. Clearly. (laughs) We used to have a, uh, we used to have a tenor. Who, who has since quit, but I think it's related that he has quit because he used to be a minister. Uh-huh. And so all he would do was mutter about how the minister of the church was like, he'd just be like, well, that's one interpretation or whatever. <laughs> like, always, like, shit-talking the sermons and the homilies is like, well, that's one way to think about it. Or, I mean, technically it was this or blah, blah, blah. And he, like, had all these opinions about things. And then apparently... Uh, like his son was also a minister at this church but his son was like very communist jesus like 100 okay. percent communist jesus like jesus said it was cool to kill your landlord yeah you know because he did like what but like like, like, G- like the way that jesus actually was yeah, exactly. yeah right and like very very like um open and upfront about how like uh, I'm talking big shit like everything. I fucking knew the guy. Just like I didn't everything. Know Jesus. Just like, hey, you know, this is where we are vis-a-vis like racial equality. And, you know, that was like during 2020 and all that stuff. And he was like really open about how we could be doing better and all this other stuff. And then his dad like quit. <laughs> I was like, quick Holy quiet, shit. quick coming. And I was like, damn. That's rad as hell. Fuck yeah. yeah I was like, that's rad as hell for both of them, honestly. <laughs> His dad just stopped like, coming. That's, he was that's like, a power play on both of their parts. He was like, I'm not coming anymore because my kid is like full on communist Jesus. Man. Sick. He also made me hella we uncomfortable though because he had like big old youth pastor vibes. Like he was like pretty attractive. and like, Oh, the communist on- Jesus one? Yeah, and oh. insisted on playing his electric guitar during homilies. Not an electric guitar. That's not it even was, cliche what's anymore. It called, what's it called when it's acoustic electric? That's what it's called. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it was one of those. And he'd be like, sing with me. And he'd like really <laughs> step, on, step on the toes of the music director because he's technically doing music and he's not supposed to because it's my job to do music and he's doing music. I'm, was, I'm over here trying cr- to curate a vibe throughout the entire service. And he's just going off with his acoustic electric guitar all willy-nilly. Trying, yeah, he's completely outside the theme. I wasn't even consulted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a wild time. Not taking the hymns time. into consideration whatsoever there was so much so huffing funny. there was so much huffing with communist jesus pastor it was great because i was awesome. like i'm pretty dead i want to buy this guy a beer and he'd probably be amenable to that and then the people in the congregation were like i'm not so sure about this and then his dad's <laughs> mad behind me and then my boss is mad in front of me because he's doing music and it was it was a really it was exciting time yeah <laughs> anyways church can be interesting if you're so bored that you make anything interesting church church can be interesting when you're when you're lucid and paying attention and not just going there half asleep learning, not paying attention learning how to sleep with your eyes open yeah right staring at your hands because like we would go to church as kids and like i wouldn't fucking pay attention to church when i was a kid i'm not listening nope. to what they're saying but now nope. i'm an adult and i'm getting paid to be there and i i can kind of like be a third party like to what to everything that's going on like i i can sit in the pew and pay attention and listen to the things with like a grain of salt you know yeah so it, it it's like almost i can take in the things that they're saying almost better than i think a lot of people who are actually there to worship can i don't know maybe, maybe that's maybe that's not correct maybe that's not maybe cool. it's skewed, i don't know but yeah yeah i don't, I don't know. know i like to i'm like i don't even I'm paying to be here. Like, right. I might as well tune in every now and then. It just yeah. depends on my mood. And, like, sometimes I'll, like, tune in and be like, oh, that's an interesting thing. And then I'll come home and tell Taylor what the Methodists are talking about this week, you know? Yeah. And, God, And then it's sometimes just, I fall asleep with my eyes open. It's... The, what so. kills me is the... It's always a, trying to be, like, a super... Um, like a super in touch sermon. Like the sermons are always trying to be like super up to date with like current events. Like they're always trying to pepper in current events with things. And it's like, they miss the mark. I would say 80% of the time. Mm -hmm. I would say particularly, 
uh, we, I don't want to talk about this on the podcast at all. I, I didn't want to talk about it at any point, but this, <laughs> but I'm going to the now sermon. No, no, no. Cause, cause I'm talking about the sermon, not about the event, but this was a sermon that started out talking about the slap at the Oscars. And it was like, oh God! Not only so. First of all, this the, the Oscars happened the Sunday before, so you're a full seven days late to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. just There's so many memes about this already, and like, it's so yeah, like you're so far off of this already. And also the the scripture lesson for today is like so so far off of what you're trying to like bridge. You're trying to bridge this impossible gap, and I just don't know why you felt like you had to try. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like it's so far off now that we can we can joke about it because the memes aren't funny anymore. No, and, and everyone knows it. It was just a weird cultural moment that it's like, why do we care about this? Yeah. I don't care about this. Um, no, you know what I do care about? How to store lemons? No, that's not the episode. <laughs> Maybe next time. I don't know. Definitely don't zest a lemon and then put it in the refrigerator. Do you look, Emily? We had an opener. It's over. We don't have to do. I'm just, just a tidbit. We, we don't have to do a I'm bonus done. how-to today. I'm not expanding. I'm not expanding. Do you on remember? It. Just, just hey, here's the thing, though. We're probably gonna have one next time because Lord knows we have nothing to talk about ever. Uh, because our my life, I'm in 100% wedding mode now until the end of the month, and then probably a little after that as well. Uh, but. We we are just we're so burned out for actual like current event content. There's there's nothing there, so we probably will resort to doing another bonus how to. Do you for next week just to keep it fresh in your mind? Do you have the theme song for that segment in your head still? My brain wants to go. What theme song? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I don't remember. <laughs> In short, no. Great. Okay. So, it's finals time, Didn't Emily. Stick. I don't I don't remember having it uh be uh like a, a like a tune at all, really. I no, think. it was it was kind of like nondescript. Freestyle, yeah, it was kind of jazzy rapping, actually. So, like... that's it makes sense. Maybe you just make it up fresh every time, and maybe that's better. I think it was more like, yeah, more like beat poetry. <laughs> it was, well, so it was kind of, um, it was showy. It was like Moulin Rouge, like. Uh, Skidat, Yeah. Talk singing a little bit. Um, do, we, do you remember the lyrics? Do you remember what the no. name of it was? No, Emily, this is your homework. You can either, you're going to go away from this recording and you're going to say, okay, I'm either going to go back and listen to last episode and and get it and and transcribe it onto sheet music. It's like, <laughs> it's a mini how-to and then we're doing it's pretty it close. Now. Okay. <laughs> that that honestly might be better than what you had before. <laughs> you're going to either like, do that or you're going to... I it's, just did. It's the bonus how-to showroom is what the is what the segment is called. Um, the bonus how-to showroom. It's pretty, yeah. I think, yeah. Maybe. So you can either commit to going back and listening to it and replicating it perfectly every time, or you can commit <laughs> to making it up fresh on the spot every time. <laughs> That's going to be really difficult for me, but also I think, like, my tunes are always the same tune, and it's the one I just did. Yeah. It never changes. Because I'm not a composer. <laughs> so anytime I have to think of something, it's always going to... It's going to be loose and terrible every single time. It's finals time, Emily. Kind of. Maybe. I. Th it's May. That's when finals happen, right? Uh, yeah. Depending it's usually on like early May is usually like college graduation time. I think it's like mid to late April and then early May starts graduation season. I think. Yeah. So I pro there's probably a couple people still doing finals at this point. Yeah. I think I went to school and we got out early. Yeah. And I think I graduated on like May 5th or something. So if you're in the like the north, then yeah, you're doing finals. Finals times. Finals times. There's a lot of people out there who are struggling right now with yeah. staying motivated and staying staying on task and this is yep. not 
not none of that is what we're talking about today. <laughs> none of it. I mean, you do need to stay on at. task to to do what we're going to talk about. Uh, as you I'm sure, you to stay motivated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I that's lost not motivation really like... through many a finals season. Yes, because it's nice out now, and you know what goes out goes well with nice out. Uh, drinking during the day. Yeah. And that's me not, not good. Me not being inside studying. <laughs> yeah. No, inside studying plus with. nice weather. There's always like, there was always like, we'll go study on the quad. And then you no, never you won't. study on the quad. <laughs> no, you won't. You're going to bring your little blanket and you're going to spend <laughs> so much time preparing to study outside that you will have completely run out of time to study outside. You're going to you're gonna prepare a whole picnic. You're going to pop mm-hmm. a bottle of wine. You're going to go yeah. out. <laughs> You're going to get your picnic out, and then you're going to eat the picnic, and then you're going to be tired, and and I'm sleepy. the sun is going to make you too sleepy, and you're going to go inside, and you're not going to study at all. Turns out I can't read my laptop in the sun. It's hard. (laughs) It's tough. Don't study on the quad. It's not real. You can't do it. No. The quad is- It's like flashcards and a buddy. The quad is a if you're to that level of studying, then you don't even need to study anymore, because you already made the fucking flashcards, all right? The making of the flashcards is the studying. Oh, I don't know, man. I disagree. I, that was going to be my main tip for this. We're talking about how to cram for a test. That's that's mm-hmm. the how-to for today, as I'm sure you know, because you clicked on this. Uh, and there's you would have to have read it to click on it. Mm-hmm. So Assuming I- we're still using laptops. They're just like, who uses a laptop anymore or, or a computer? We're all just on our phones. No. You tapped it more more than likely. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You mean click. What are you, 80? Or you're listening to this maybe in like four years when this show is actually good and you wanted to go back and, and listen to the whole backlog and it's just kind of like rolling on just nonstop, automatic. You have such high hopes for us. Meanwhile, we're like the 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 list of how-tos that we could possibly do is like dwindling. It's not. We have an infinite list of how-tos <laughs> to do in the form of WikiHow's random article section. Thank you, WikiHow. Thank you, Teach Me How, WikiHow. See, I remember that one. That's it was stolen. It was (laughs) stolen whole cloth from Blue the dog. No, the world's the world's greatest detective, Blue. (laughs) Why would no Blue was not a detective? It was Blue's clues. Oh, Blue, Blue is... left clues. Yeah, because, because was Blue was able to figure it out before no. Steve ever could. No, no, John, that was not the premise of the show. <laughs> you learned nothing. They would get bored and they would do another Blue's Clues where Blue would, like, wanted Steve to guess something so that they could hang out together. And then Steve would have to deduce using three clues where... Yeah blue is or what blue is doing or what blue has hidden like blue would like would hide things so blue if we extrapolate could have been a criminal mastermind yeah if steve didn't keep her occupied with these silly little schemes you know that's my headcanon now (laughs) is that blue was at one point of a brilliant mastermind yeah and steve has somehow reined her in yeah only doing these silly little things and now they're um, also like now they're back. so who moves without their dog well <laughs> the dog the dog so blue stay well so and, emily like, we've already extrapolated away. out we have to we have to go all the way back to the it's, beginning it's of actually, the steep lore it's blue's blue house is their landlord blue is, oh <laughs> no blue was the master criminal who had settled down and decided to just play silly games with these with these <laughs> these, these these poor striped shirted men? <laughs> these these weak willed men who come to live with her <laughs> and have to entertain her. And they go they go so far out of their mind that they start talking to the spices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paprika was adopted. Anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no, Pepper was pregnant. Right? I think Pepper was pregnant. Fully. Then it was a switcheroo. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I know. I think Pepper was pregnant. But I mean, like, look. No, I mean, Pepper pep- definitely was pregnant. Paprika. But, like, <laughs> Paprika was. We didn't see. Paprika was a redhead. It was definitely the mailman's kid. That's all I'm saying. Who is canonically in the show? Wasn't 
It was a male woman. I don't know that we ever... We saw the male box, but I don't know that we ever um, saw a male person. I believe there was a male carrier. Oh, I don't remember a male carrier. I do remember the mailbox, though. This is a lot of Blue's Clues. It's a lot of Blue's Clues. <laughs> I think, John, you need to rewatch some Blue's Clues. I would love to. <laughs> I know you would. I know I, you would. I need to find that picture. John was there, there's a picture a of me. Blue's Clues fanatic. Yeah, there's a picture of me when I was like eight years old standing in my parents' bedroom shirtless, just like the biggest smile you've ever seen on a kid, just like smiling at the it's camera like, with Blue's Clues playing in the background, like. That was the height this of life. This is my shit. Yeah. This is my shit right here. You see this? He's like in his tidy whities like in yep. front of the in front of the TV. Like, do you see this? This is my shit. It's this is my shit picture. right here. It's a great picture. It's a great picture. Um, Did you go anyways, to the live showing of Blue's Clues yes. with me? Hell yeah. yeah and, and we, we got our handy dandy notebooks. Yeah. Signed by Steve. Yes. Signed by Steve. I think we it, got to meet Steve. Whatever Steve happened to be there at the time. I don't, it wasn't real Steve. He, he did a great job. He did a you great know, job. At least, he was, at least he was pretending to be Steve. Yeah, right. You know? Joe didn't have that in him. No. Or the newer guy. I don't know who the newer guy is. I looked I him up at one point because they're doing a movie now with all three of them. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. I did yeah. see that, and I'm very excited because I will watch it. <laughs> um, and then we can bring you all that good Blue's Clues content that you crave. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and we'll try and trick the bloody stream guys into thinking it's a horror movie, so we can talk about it on their podcast. Maybe, yeah, or we can just bring our nephew, like normal people. True. Okay, <laughs> how to cram for a test? Watch Blue's Clues. Is there anything that would, that Blue's Clues would help with? No. Okay. Uh, no, we have elucidated what not to do, which is. Um, go down memory lane. Yeah, shut off. Memory, memory lane leads to distraction, which leads to poor test results. Correct. Do not do it. Yep. How did you cram for tests, John? You don't strike me as someone who had to take a lot of tests. I didn't <laughs> by design. <laughs> yep. I got myself Sounds out of a right. lot of tests. Um, I. When I did have to take tests, I was a big flashcard person. Getting myself to make mm -hmm. the flashcards, very difficult. Not an easy mm -hmm. thing to do. But once I had them... Find a smart friend dude, yeah. to make them for you. Find a smart friend who's in your class who has made them already. <laughs> Coming at you right now is a great track from Roni. Roni is a guitarist, songwriter, vocalist, and producer. Born and raised in Jerusalem, Roni moved to New York City in 2010 and has been performing and recording records for over a decade. Roni released two records, Crown in 2020 and Afterglow in 2021, and a record in 2014 under the project name of Ronnie's Insomnia. You can catch Roni live with a band all over New York City while she works on her next concept release together right now due to release late 2022. So get in the description of this episode. Check out the link. That's going to be a link to uh, her Spotify. That way you can follow her there and any new releases like that that 2022 release together right now you'll get notified for that uh which is i'm sure gonna be awesome crowned and afterglow are both spectacular and the song you're about to hear right now is the song titled afterglow so if you enjoy it definitely give her a follow on spotify or on your favorite music platform without further ado please enjoy afterglow by roni
Or show up to the group study sessions where all the people who have been studying this whole time are there and can, like, sort of, like, you can ask leading questions to get them to give you the information that you definitely didn't have. Yeah. Um, But you offer to quiz the smart person. Yeah. And therefore learn the information for yourself. Like, they made the flashcards and they've already been studying. Yeah. And they made flashcards on notes that you did not take. Because you can only make the flashcards from your notes or reading the textbook. And look, reading the textbook, we all know, the the professors don't even use the textbook. No. If it's college. The textbooks are not meant to be read. The textbook's out. Don't even open it. They charge you $500, $600 for these books that no one actually intended for anyone to read. Yeah. But here's the thing. This class was at 9 o'clock in the morning, and you didn't always go. Yeah. So you need to make friends with a smart person who goes and takes notes, and then Mm -hmm. that person is going to make some flashcards, and they're going to be way better than your half-assed flashcards. That's correct. You take those flashcards, and you say, let me quiz you, friend, and that's how you get an A on the test. That's how you – so that's also how you ingratiate yourself to them for next time. Like, this is your – this is kind of your first time. You can't have them thinking that you're showing up to study the study group unprepared you want them to know that you're you're a study person just like they are but you're going to come in and say here let's quiz each other i'll quiz you first so that way you have an in you get to you get a cheat sheet for the first round use your notes from the first week of class which everyone attended and everyone took good notes right including you before you lost interest and became cool and made friends yeah if it's like a group project to put together the flashcards, like you take this unit you take this unit call dibs on unit one (laughs) yep 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 i'm trying to remember my group project strategy i definitely had one yeah i think i was like i would edit or something (laughs) no i always presented i was like oh yeah present yep you put it together and i'll talk about it yeah you get me that shit the night before we're good you like that's your deadline i don't need any more than that a plus presentation right here. Honestly, if you get it to, to me before the night before, I'm not going to look at it until the night before anyway. So it doesn't yeah, matter. So, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I'll do some light editing. I'll do some putting together. Like you send me the stuff and I'll put it in the PowerPoint. And sure. I will present it. I will make it um, look very nice with lots of word art. Yep. Yep. So much word art. Like crazy. Um, what were we using? We were using for a brief period while I was doing college. And I think it was like the, the height, the, the, the rise and fall of this. It's something called Prezi. 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 Oh yeah. Prezi was great. I dabbled. I dabbled in Prezi. I have no idea. I would not know. It was just prettier PowerPoint. Like I feel like PowerPoint. PowerPoint is probably at a place now where you could make it just as good. 
I don't. I think people were really trying to make Prezi happen, and I don't think it outlived our college. Partners. I'm not. Uh, really uh, look, don't. I won't front. I used Prezi a good amount. It was they. They made some good looking presentations. Yeah, because it was like the next generation of word art. Yeah. It was like, just, just give them the old razzle-dazzle. You'll be okay. <laughs> I used a Prezi, so I must be serious about just this. Just give me a little a little high-res transition. That's all I need. The thing is, I do know that in the very high-up professional settings, um, they do not. They use PowerPoint still. So the PowerPoint was not unseated at any point. No. You know? No. Microsoft Office will live forever. Mm. Google Suite uh is is definitely around google suite excel, has... the google version version of excel is terrible sheets this is you can't be you can't be what excel is this conversation is terrible it's we've why t- it's taken a it's turn. actually not like people have opinions about these things all right and so this will like you know this will engage our listeners will it because i'm yes because i'm saying that excel is way better than sheets our listeners are are all 30 something year old yes professionals they i mean are are they not i don't I you're don't gonna know. you're gonna look at the analytics and tell me that they're not because they absolutely are i know our listeners and yeah. they are me all right and they care about these things they do sure you can you can share sheets with other people but you can't you can't put in all that all that good little little programming in there you know right the auto sell you can do some of it but it's not the same they made it intentionally different different and so if you learn excel you have to learn sheets and it's like the same but slightly different it's stupid oh for what a google vanity project no <laughs> excel forever <laughs> i like google sheets you are simpleton <laughs> <laughs> idiot loser <laughs> get your brain right get your brain right john that's our next tip get your brain right how do you get, get your, your brain, brain right, right emily well how do you, you prep how do you prepare your brain you to feed, receive information you gotta feed yourself all right yourself. hypoglycemia is a real thing you don't yeah. want to be low blood sugar all right you don't want to be bottom, bottoming out when you're supposed to be you know red uh, bull climbing the monster the energy mountain it's the same, like it's the same stu- stuff. It's the same stuff that's branded <laughs> to gamers. Okay, all of that stuff. Look for, um, look for any snack food or snack drink designs with like no. electricity on it. No snacks. That's no the snacks. stuff you want. Look, you need protein. <laughs> no carbohydrates. All right, protein. So there's right. two different Talking approaches to this, hummus, and both of them are equally lentils. as good. Is what I'm saying. No. Disagree. <laughs> you gotta feed yourself. Maybe isolate yourself. Emily, uh, I hate. You don't, I hate look. to quote Taylor, but there's a. Oh, what's the method? There's a method that is. What am I gonna call my lifeline? Taylor! Oh my god. What's that study method called? The one with the the ten minutes off. <laughs> Pomodoro method. Sorry, I had to call my lifeline. It's after there. tomatoes. You have to call the pot. You do you do the Pomodoro method, where you do like a certain amount of active study time. Yeah, with built-in breaks, and I think there's apps. I on tweet your phone no, no, no. I tweeted about this not that long ago. It's like it's the same thing as like the twenty 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 rule with when it comes to like working at your computer. That's important. I had a yeah. doctor tell me that was important two days ago. Here's the thing: so, it's not happening. It's relevant. It's not happening. It's I not. can't with, with look. I didn't get tested for ADHD. I don't get medication. If I'm working on a thing, I'm working until it's done or else it's not going to get done. I can't I can't say, "Oh, That's my 20-minute timer is going off. I have to stop now so I can rest yeah. my eyes." No, no, no. That no. shit's not getting done if I do that. <laughs> I'm going to I get up, walk away you. and never come back. <laughs> 100% I agree with you, John. I'm not trying to argue with you. For us ADHDs, um, we need to get our brains in the hyperfixation zone. Yes, right. And that is the only way that studying is happening. But for other people who don't, whose focus doesn't mean they're hyperfixating, which is like the only way I focus is through hyperfixation. Yeah. So, yeah. 
if you're if you're of the bent where you can actually focus in a true and safe and healthy focus way then I would say do the Pomodoro method, which is like a certain amount of minutes on and Just a certain amount of minutes break time. Slam I think, a like bunch I was of saying great before, tomatoes. Before <laughs> I was cut off, <laughs> I was saying that I believe there are applications on your phone that will Pomodoro for you. So it will do the timer, but it will also, I think, lock down your phone in the in-between. So what if you I can't, need my like, phone to study? You don't need your phone to study. You don't know that. That's that's lesson number three or four, whatever we're on. You don't need your phone to study. Like, ha- you can have it on you if you have self-control, which I know you do not. No. Neither do I. So you don't need your phone. What if I took notes on my phone? No, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. Like, that's the thing is, first of all, no one takes notes on their phone unless it's a grocery list. All right. And second, Damn. you didn't. You didn't study. You, well, you didn't do the work through the semester. I know that. Do we want to kick it over to see how WikiHow did it? Yeah, let's see how WikiHow did it before we go. Okay. <clears throat> Improving your reading speed is their first tip. Okay. That sounds horrible. See, a lot of this, it seems like there's going to be a lot of reading involved. Taking notes. Yeah, that sounds Take notes on key yeah. points. Ignore small words. Good Lord. Does that Jesus. count? Does it count as reading faster if you're skipping words? Also, how do you skip small words? I can share how Taylor did it, which is actually sort of interesting because he had to do like tons of reading because he is a master's in English. So like he had to read. The, he basically just got a master's degree in reading, right? Yeah. So what he would do is he would download the PDF of the uh, the textbook, but he would also get the... the um, What's it called? The uh, uh, accessible version that was an audio version of the textbook. And Uh. so while he was reading, he would also play the audio of the textbook, like the audio reading of the textbook. So you're taking it in two ways. two, Two times speed. Oh. So he would like speed read and listen to two times speed. So it's taking in two ways, but also quick. That is so stressful. You know what would be happening in my brain? My My brain would be would be going like, wow, this is such a good idea. How did you think to do this? You're so smart. You're studying so good. (laughs) Meanwhile, all the information is just going right by me. I would also be congratulating myself. Like whenever I took really good notes, I'd just look at them and be like, wow, these notes are really well formatted. Wow, this is amazing. She used two different types of highlighters. Meanwhile, teacher is still talking. (laughs) Look, we're into the studying part. This is not to the... We're not to the point where, you know, this is like assuming that you did the semester and however you did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you did it like I did it, uh, you attended 50% to 75% of the classes. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) what were you doing is the thing like my in my major we were not allowed to do that that was not an option depressed like no look i also i also had a performance major yeah i had a double major in biology and theater which means that i convinced myself not to go to the biology classes because i was in a show and the show was very important (laughs) i had to go do show things i had to memorize my lines or be dramatic about something or be sad about something i'm being sad and then my roommates were also performance majors so they'd be like yeah man you just had a rest you know like you're really stressed out right now and that's not gonna be good because we have a show coming up you know (laughs) like people it's all about the show people used vocal rest to get away with a lot of stuff oh (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can use vocal rest to get away with anything you want. I didn't even sing in anything. But that's the thing matter. is I I never used it because I never needed it. Still to this day, I've never lost my voice. Like, straight up. It's never happened. And it's not... I drink beer all the time. My my job is drinking beer. You're chugging a beer right now as we speak. <laughs> I've... Excuse me. I was finishing it. <laughs> I I it is not for lack of trying to lose my voice it's just never happened I don't know why or how but all throughout my my vocal major it just never happened and so like there was part of me that was like y'all are being overly dramatic which I don't think is untrue but I also don't think I'm totally correct I think there's a middle ground where the truth actually lies (laughs) (laughs) okay so I think I did attend more classes than I think I did probably Uh, besides calculus I like didn't 
But um, no one needs that. No, I did. I did attend class. I did. I really liked class and school and stuff like that. This but is a revelation. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying that, like, sometimes the best notes were not taken. You know, sometimes sure. you were starting because there's like the way we do college. I I believe is wrong. Okay. I don't believe we should take seven classes, six classes, five classes at a time. I don't think it's the best way to learn new information. I think that all all universities, at least, should be on block scheduling, where you take one to two classes at a time for a shorter period of time and then move on to the next set of classes. Because my issue was never with the individual classes. It was with the juggling act, right. which is unfair and unreasonable to ask of people who will never have to do that ever again in their lives. Yeah. You'll never have to do that ever again in your life. You'll never have to do what we were expected to do in high school through college, which is take a million classes at the same time and expect to retain a bunch of different information all at the same time and then get tested all, on them all in the sa- like in two weeks. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's stupid. You shouldn't be expected to do it. And it's bad. It's bad for you. So I would like do super well and everything and then get 1D. Yeah. How could you not? Something's got to, like, literally you had a saying that I was like, something's got to give. At the end of every semester, I would just come to the end and be like, something's got to give. I have to do poorly on something so I can excel at something else. And then it would have to be, okay, should I excel at the biology where no one will know if I fail? Or should I excel in theater where it will be very public humiliation (laughs) if I get this bad? It will be fully on display if I do poorly. Yeah. Like, the whole class will know if I fuck up my monologue, but no one will know if I get a C on an exam. Yeah. You know? It's like, eh. So part, most of it was my choices, but I blame the system. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where, as with most episodes of Downtime with John and Emily, I think that's that's where we're going to end up on this issue, is that burn burn the whole system to the ground. It's all broken. It yep. needs to be it's bad. raised and built up back from nothing. Um. Just to go back to the wiki, how really quick they want you to improve your reading speed. Which, first of all, I'm not. I'm not studying by reading. That's not happening. I'm. I'm <laughs> making flashcards, or I'm like reading aloud important sections over and over and over again to like really understand how the words are strung together in the way that they are and why that when why they are that way and what they mean in that orientation i'm not just reading things and retaining information that's never happened and it never will happen i will i will read a section and then kind of understand it and then immediately need to regurgitate it to somebody else in my own words to prove to myself that i understood it that's and only <laughs> only until then only after that that action will i actually have it memorized i do think i should have just had a dummy with me at all times in college just to explain things that i was learning too like this is my little friend and we're gonna have a conversation about genetics right now and this is how this works this is how you do a chi square my little buddy that is not a real (laughs) thing but i'm going to explain how to do chi squares right now you know what i mean (laughs) Sit up straight. Go fuck yourself, WikiHow. Die in a hole. I'm <laughs> gonna Howe. sit up Jesus. straight. No, I'm gonna sit get comfy. Develop. So that was method one: was increase improving your reading speed, then developing an efficiently an efficiently study practice. Yeah, who, who needs to study? Who now, edit, Who edited this? How many people they were in charge study. of this? Too many, probably. It was co-authored. By Nathan mm-hmm. Fox, J.D. LSAT Nathan teacher, Fox. founder of LSAT Demon. That sounds horrible. That sounds bad. Uh, method two. Developing an efficiently study practice. Set up a study space. That's a good That's a good tip. You should have a designated study space. You should have a designated space. study it, space. It should not be the quad. It should. It's not the quad. We're back to this. You think it's the quad. It's not it's the not. fucking quad. There's there's people slacklining out there. Get away yeah. from that. That's too no. distracting. You don't need that. You don't need that in your life. <laughs> Make an outline. What is that? That's real. Now we're doing criminal forensics. 
I'm okay. So, but, but I feel like we did it. Like somebody got like that joke. Know. You, I don't think you heard me, but I didn't. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Okay, to they say pay attention summarize. in class. <laughs> that's see, that's the thing. That's let's pa- we're past. We're that. way past that. We have we're already not paid attention, attention in class. <laughs> We're trying to make up for the fact that we did not pay attention. Review your notes every day. This is not. Look, we we're doing how to cram for a test. This article is supposed to be how to study fast. This is not the answer. Mm -mm. You're not. No, fast implies that that the test is tomorrow. Yeah, and you've done nothing until (laughs) then. Like, if I followed all of these things, I don't need to cram, dog. What was your name? Fucking Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, I don't need to cram. I've studied my class notes every single day. I don't need to fucking cram. I'm good, dude. What? This is nothing. You've you've made an article about nothing. Nathan isn't real. And I hope you're proud of yourself, Nathan. I'm proud of us, John. And and I feel like I feel like we have some good study tips, and we definitely I I think for sure that people will know what not to do. Um. From listening to us once again you know yeah we have just proven ourselves to be an invaluable resource to our listeners and honestly we should be given government funding honestly honestly because like we're helping the people who have to take tests right now it's a free public resource to all of america literally anyone in the whole world could listen to this yeah and 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 gain useful information from us right we should apply for public funding we should, we should just to see yep. how thorough that process is. Yeah. be like just downtime to- with John and Emily is officially applying for a grant to become <laughs> a public, a publicly sanctioned resource. I don't think to the people, I think they wouldn't even send anybody. I don't think they would even task anybody with listening to it. I no. think they would take us at our email, whatever email we put together and they would probably deny us. And if they accepted it, I think it would go with fully without any, not a cursory passing glance. I think next week's episode should be how to write a grant. <laughs> how to, and I think we're how doing to apply it. for a grant, how to get a grant. How to how to do a grant proposal. Yeah, it's pretty I good. Think we'll do it. Get some funding for downtime. Look, I live Why ask our listeners? I live in Why? DC. I can I can drop it on somebody's doorstep. Just just put it just drop it at the top of Capitol Hill. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just this like that Schoolhouse Rock song. Bill Grant into law. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a couple of people to thank. I'd like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Also, congratulations to Ethan on becoming a new father. Being a dad. His baby is He's... fucking very cute. And so cute. I hope that every I know that. And they already I've, had like some pro pictures of her. Yes. Like, yeah. Very cute. She's adorable. Anyway, thank you, Ethan, for for all the work you do for us and the Greater Outlaws Network. We appreciate you very much, and we wish you a an amazing amazing life with your with your adorable daughter. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at NMS underscore creative or go to her website, NatalieSpitzel.com. Check out everything else on the Outlaws Network. We are a, it is a podcast network of which Downtime with John and Emily is a part of. Go to the link tree that's in the description of this episode and you can find everything having to do with the Outlaws Network. Uh, you can find our network Twitch channel, uh, which we stream on frequently. You can find our network Discord, which is very fun. That's where you can chat at basically any time of day with basically anybody on the Outlaws Network if we're online. Uh, and then you can also find links to the shows and the social media accounts of all of the shows on the network. One of which being our sister podcast, The Bloody Stream. Uh, it is a horror movie review podcast. It's very fun and very funny. The format is very, very good. So if you see an episode about a horror movie that you think you want to watch, but you're not sure and you don't want it spoiled, the first part of the episode is always spoiler free. And then at a certain point in the episode, they lift, they open the spoiler configuration, and then that's when they get into the spoilers, the spoiler section. So it's always a safe listen. They give you a moment in the middle of the episode to be like, okay, if if based on what we've already said, if you still want to go watch it, go like pause here, go watch it and then come back and listen to the rest. And they also, I, this is also a very great feature that they've recently started doing. Uh, they started saying like, 
how important they think it is to watch the movie before listening, which is crucial. Cause I just, I, I don't watch hardly any of the movies. There's a couple that I have watched because they were like, you cannot listen to this episode unless you have watched the movie. Like stop right now. Do not listen to this. And I've actually stopped and gone and watched and then come back. But most of them I don't watch. And it's very helpful to have that little note. Like we don't really think it's that important. We're not going to really, there's not much to spoil here. Just like you're fine to listen to this whole episode and then go watch it if you want, which that's, it's very, it's very good. It's a very well formatted show. It's very fun very funny there's guests very frequently uh emily and i have both been on it check them out at thebloodystream.com and you can also check them out on their social media at bloodystreampod all right thank you so much for listening my name is emily downey i'm john downey slackliners in the quad i will fight you i will fight you keep that button high oh.